All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony 
In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted hormone harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Today's episode is on the biological clock. Ticking. 
Oh, lordy, lordy. How funny. Um, so we just want to talk about um, being 28 or being almost 30 and not having any children. Which is probably, well, it it has been seen as abnormal or I think that's when the pressure gets turned on. Like, I got to have pressure. these kids. Okay, Janae. <laughs> Um, like basically, you get the family pressure, societal pressure, just pressure coming from all areas, making probably making you feel like, oh my god, I need to push out a kid. Yeah, get the kid out, walking and talking. Yeah, and that can be a lot on a person. And also, we just want to talk about how it's not necessarily the case always. So if you feel like your biological clock is ticking and you're running out of time. We're just going to sit here and talk about that. And tell you to snooze that puppy. Right. Snooze that biological clock. Go to, go back to sleep. It's okay. <laughs> um, so with life expectancy increasing, going up, people are getting married older. Mm-hmm. They're also focusing on education and careers more than they did in the um, past. So people are not having babies as soon as... They used to. Now people are waiting until their 30s and their 40s. So that's basically what we want to chat about, um, being older and not having children and what that looks like for us, what it probably looks like for you, and just discussing that overall. Yeah. So. Well, I guess we can start with the societal pressure since that's probably one of the heaviest pressures that a lot of us face. I mean, back to the social media the family pictures, they look appealing. The Your friends, <laughs> the Christmas photo, birthday photo, whatever. Your friends, some of your friends may have started having children. And you might feel like, oh my God, I'm behind. And I need to have a child. But as always, the picture is only a fraction of reality. So don't let an Instagram picture, post, or anyone else's life dictate um, your life and make you feel like you need to be pressured into having children because at the end of the day, having a child is a major, major responsibility and it goes beyond just having one. Agreed. Um, I think, well, a couple years ago, I found myself feeling like, uh, I think I was 26. I was like, oh, I'm ready to have a baby. I want to have a baby. And wanting, wanting to be someone's mother, mm-hmm. but ugh, not not anymore. But I guess between 20 and 25, you're the most fertile. You have the most, um, I guess you have a higher percentage of having a baby. Yeah. So I think that's just what per it is. Science. Like, yeah, like your hormones are literally like you're ready to have a kid. Between 20 and 25, that's just the way the body works. Based on body not necessarily mental or financial or emotionally or spiritually you might not even be ready to guide a child Mm -hmm. so your body might start giving you signs or feelings that you know you might want to have a baby but maybe you're better off without one I feel like I was I I don't know what I was going through at 26 doing too much (laughs) oh like around that time 26 25 I really was feeling like I don't know if I would ever want kids and I and I was feeling I was feeling the kind of way I felt like I I was judged when I would say I don't want kids because it's not normal to 
like not want children or for your maternal instincts to not kick in. It's not widely accepted, I guess you can say. So I was like, no, I'm probably never having kids. And then I think about 27 or maybe late 26, I was like, I need to have kids before I'm 30. Like if I don't have kids before I'm 30, I'm just never having them. So something needs to happen between now and 30 where I'm having children. I need to be married by 30 and I need to have kids by 30. Obviously from the why am I not engaged that episode, you can tell that that has changed completely. And also, I'm just back to feeling like if I have kids, I have kids, but I don't feel the immense pressure that I need to have children or else I'm not doing something right. Like, having a kid is not my end-all, be-all goal. Right, right, definitely. I, I definitely feel that way now. No pressure, no children. And I think a lot of people, especially if you have a young mom, you yeah. always you kind of go back and relate that to like okay I don't want to be an old mom thinking that thirty is old when thirty is not old yeah but when you have a parent who's maybe only like twenty twenty two years older than you you guys can relate you can go out you can have drinks excuse me you can go on trips not that you can't do these things with an older parent but it's definitely different yeah when your parent is much older than you they might not be as hip or relatable you guys don't like see eye to eye on a lot of the same things. So I think that was my fear when I was feeling like I wanted to be a mom is that I didn't want to be an old mom. Not that I couldn't wait, but I was just like, damn, I'm getting older and older. And 30 is not old. I know, but. But we thought 30 was like, ooh, 50. 50 now. Now I ain't trying to <laughs> Yeah, my mom was 21 when she had me too. And I think I thought like, oh yeah, when you get into your 20s, that's when you start popping them out. But even my mom telling me like, you need to wait, live your life. Mm-hmm. Live Whatever, however long that is for you, live it. And then when it's time to have kids, you'll have them. But don't rush into that aspect of your life because it's real in the field. I'm sure she doesn't reject she, me. No. Who would? No, no, no. But there is just like, and we're not coming down on people who are moms. Like the moms are great. That's not what we're saying. We're just going through the feelings of not being a mom yet and knowing that that's okay too. And being... Um, in your 20s, late 20s, early 20s, it's a great space to be in and not have to, I don't want to say be accountable for anyone, but that selfishness that you have gives you really that space to make sure that you're on the right track. The worst thing I think will be pulling another child in and you still trying to figure it out or pulling someone else in. And I think that's ultimately our point here. Don't feel like you need to have a child just based on your age. There are so many other factors that come into play when having a child that your age is very minor. Although we know science and you yeah. should have a child at start or trying to have a child by a certain age. But at the end of the day, that's majorly minor when you're bringing a life into <laughs> this world. There, there, there are so many other things that come into play. Your mate, the relationship with your mate. Bring that. Okay. keep, keep let, Let's touch on the relationship with the mate. <laughs> Now, touch on the <laughs> if you don't want to be a baby mom, baby's mother, baby's um mama, which no shade <laughs> single on parents. no shade on the single parents, no no shade on the baby mamas, but if you really want to have that covering from a husband before you have their child, before you bring life into the world, that's important too. So you also should consider is the mate that you have does that line up to someone you can see raising your child? Definitely. there. You have to make sure you're on the same page with how you want to raise the child. 
Yes. How you want to punish the child, discipline the child, I should say, not punish, discipline the child. Yeah. The child's educational future. Religious. Do you want them to go to college? Yes, religion. There are so many things that need to come to play, and I would hate to bring a child into the world with a rocky relationship just because, oh, we've been together, so you're who I'm going to have a child with. Hell no, that is an 18, <laughs> that is an 18 year minimum commitment extension of that relationship. F the fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta just say the word fucked up relationship. And when you're ready to cut ties, well, well, the girl over here, when I want to cut ties, I just want to be gone. I don't want to be thinking about, Oh, but we, we have a house, the cohabitating. I don't want to be cohabitating with you or I don't want to be like, nah. Or feeling I, like you have to keep the family together for the sake of the child. Right. Like, nah, if it's some not working. Some people can do the co-parenting successfully separate and that's awesome. But, but to some people don't even re- want to do the separate parenting. And so to bring in the it. child when it's already rocky. It's stupid. Yeah. Why would you? It's just not that serious just because you feel like you're at the point where your eggs need to be cooked or fertilized. Yeah, I was reading that. It's just not that serious. If you have the means and you feel like you want to have children and you're older, do that. And you might not be in the in space. Vitro. Freeze the eggs. Oh. <laughs> they said that there's a good possibility that you can get pregnant with those younger eggs put back into you. Oh. Um, I'm sure it's pretty costly, but I, it's an option. Yeah. Yeah. If you're older. I don't know how also, old people are, but. <laughs> it's difficult, I think, meeting someone at this this age and them not having children. So if you might be a single woman or a single man and you come across someone who already has children, it's not abnormal. It's probably going to be more. You're going to see more and more of it because at this age, people are having children or have children. I I think I would say be open to it. I, I myself personally want to stay away from anyone who has children already. I used to say I'm never dating a man with kids, but it's just not realistic as I you get older. Right now, I don't. It doesn't have to be your preference, but I would take away that I'm never. Yeah, take because a, exactly. Yeah, it's good. It's going to happen. That it's man may be the one perfect, and he has a child. Hopefully, having a healthy relationship with the mother because that's key. And hopefully, the baby is older. I'm not taking <laughs> ladies. Don't age? date two, two and younger. You never date a man with a I child. I thought it was two. five. It's two. Oh, okay. Two definitely. If the baby is two and younger, he's probably still dibbling and dabbling. They pro- they might just want to rehash. For the baby's sake. Unacceptable. To, no, seriously, a wise man once told this. Told me that. My okay. youth pastor. No dibbling, dabbling with the I baby think, mama. Yeah, he told me that. Davin Baptiste, when I was going to oh, take over a long time ago, a long, long time ago. Davin told me and my other girlfriends, you never date a man who has a child under two. The relationship is too fresh. Okay, I agree. So that's the token to take away. If you do date someone with children... Let's try to make sure the child is over the kindergarten. age of two. Kindergarten, five, head start. preferably. Hard if you find relationship with the baby mama, dead. Because you know Swaggy P pulled that. See, he went prime back, example. He went back and had an additional baby they with the baby mama. I'm telling you, that's they, it. They do it. Who oh, else is somebody? A, was it just Swaggy P, or did someone else go back to their baby mama and have a baby? His is. I'm the sure most. there are several unknown cases, but that one was the one in the the, the celebrity limelight. <laughs> so point is. I've heard it though. Be careful. We got ladies. a two year old. We broke up and then got a no. eight year old. Two was just 24 months ago. Y'all was together. Okay. No. So be careful with that. Okay. Um, if you date somebody, make sure the baby is two and older. I mean, <laughs> at least five, please. Yeah. Um, What else would you say? 
I think overall overcoming this feeling. Being 28, I really love being 28. When I turned 28, I just felt like I hit the jackpot. Really? I never felt as great as I do than, than I do. Wait. I never felt as good as I feel right now at 28. I just feel like a new a new Germany arose at midnight on October 17th. <laughs> what the hell? Seriously. I, I think definitely I'm more self-aware and I feel like I feel like the societal pressures don't affect me. Family pressures, whatever pressures. If that's what you want to do, you go do it. But you're not going to put the heat on me. <laughs> like, you're just not. Like, you know you need to. When you go. When I get ready to. Right. So don't come at me with the when you go. Because you're not going to be here. No, like. No, like, really, like, because this ultimately is going to be on me. This so is my body. I'm going to have to be the one pushing that thing out, <laughs> putting my plans to the side for it. You're going to be at my house? You gonna, you gonna Are you going to take care of my responsibilities for me? No. So I'm yeah. going to when I get ready to. I don't care anymore about a clock Snooze for it. anything. Snooze Biological, marriage, career. When I get there is when I get there. Agreed. I just think I feel more liberated at 28 to say no. And also, I really, really, really enjoy doing what the fuck I want to do. I I enjoy it. I enjoy spending my money. I'm getting money just taking care of me, girl. (laughs) That's a little Drake tea. No, seriously. Like, I like spending my money on what the hell I want to spend it on. Mm -hmm. I like picking up and being like, if I see that something's more costly, I like being just able to do it. I don't want to think about formula. I don't want to think about... (laughs) Diapers. I don't want to think none of that. None of that. I mean, they need that too when they get sick. But point is, I really enjoy being a young, free, no baby woman. It feels good to me. I like doing what I want to do. And that's selfish. But unless you're ready. I think that's great that you're aware that you're so you're not done with your selfish years. That's what we have to not keep done. in mind. Having a child ultimately means that you come last. Wow. I'm not ready for that. You come last. And if you have a husband, you're coming a child and a husband, you you're have dead, dead last. last. <laughs> dead last. Last in the race. Yeah, and I'm if not that's, doing that. If that's what you're ready for and you're ready to be like, I'm last, then you know that you're ready to move forward. If you know that you have that selfishness still instilled in you and you're not ready to get to the back burner, Sit down. Sit it out. Don't re- what we're saying here is don't feel the need to force anything just because. Yeah. And I of your age. And also, when you get ready to feel like um pressured, take take the pressure out and think about the things you still need to do. Maybe you want to travel. If you don't care about traveling, then great, cross that off your list. Yes. But if you want to go back to school, mm-hmm. if there's just some other things that you are wanting to tidy up about internally before you bring another baby in here, I just feel like success is relative. And a lot of times, because we live in a man-dominated world or a patriarchal, 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 <laughs> <laughs> patriarchal society, then... That is supposed to govern what women want to do. Like, a woman's main success and priority is always to be a wife and a mother. No, bruh. No. Like, that's an antiquated way of thinking. Like, Don't want to do it. I might have goals or dreams that I want to chase and that I want to fulfill, and that's not at the top of my list right now. But the women are supposed to have the baby, be the wife, and then the husband can continue chasing his dreams if necessary. No. And we need to have a talk with the men about... If that's what they're expecting of us, are you doing that? Right. 
So I just think that success is relative. Before you just figuring out, you know what, in sidebar, some women feel like their main goal in life is to be a mom or to be a wife. Identify if that's you. If that's you, then move forward with your pursuit to have a child. Yes. If that's not you, and there's some other things that haven't been completed or done, or you want to do a couple things, then do those. I think that's what I'm saying. Like, my main objective in life is to not be a mom. You have a different objective. Different objective, um, which is why I feel so strongly about being liberated at 28. And 28 is still really young. Like, that's young. So... My point is, once I'm someone's mom, I'm always going to be their mom. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Once you pop that puppy out, <laughs> actually, it's not even popping the puppy out. Once you find out you're with child, right? Once internally, the child has been conceived, seed is is sown, planted. Then you know you're a mom. That's it. Ain't no turning back from that, baby. Yeah. You just you're with it until dying Til day. The wheels fall off. Yeah. So I think that I'm cool with taking the taking the the um scenic route. To motherhood, I'm not trying to rush it because once that happens, then we won't we won't be powwowing. I probably won't be going out for as many brunches. I won't be going out to as many concerts. Yeah, I won't. There will be no Coachella. There'll be a different turn in direction, and I'm sure that there is um there's some not fun trying, mom there's not, stuff. Yeah, I guess enjoyable things for mothers to do. But once again, taking a self evaluation and knowing what you're ready for and being honest with yourself. Yes. That's key. Like making sure you're being honest with yourself before anyone else, before you take a step as large as this. Yeah. I have a puppy that feels like a child because I have to walk him. My money has to go to that food. <laughs> the grooming. The grooming. The front line. If he gets sick, got to take him to the vet. And it, it'd be a lot on me to walk him. <laughs> I just have a lot of responsibilities right now. I have the dog. I have my significant other. <laughs> Girl, get out of here. Um, not like that. Not like I care for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. You have to mother these. Mother them all. Stop. But um, just knowing that there are definitely some pros in um, waiting if you choose to wait. If you are you decide to have children in your 30s, don't think you just can't have children. Of course, the chances drop a little bit, but there is still a good chance for you to have children between 30 and 35. I still have seven years. When you think about it, seven years, a lot can happen in That's seven years. That's a long years. time. Yeah. Before 35, seven years. I definitely don't want to be pregnant this year. 29 is... D- d- I've already sold 29 up. 29 is packed. 20... <laughs> I 29 no... booked. Book calendar. Booked. booked. Tw- 28 through 29 is booked, baby. Yeah. 30, I might invite that idea in. But 28, I got concerts to go through this year. I have a couple <laughs> traveling... Places I want to go. Mm-hmm, me too. Not this year. Not before November. I don't want anything to happen before Jesus hear my prayer. <laughs> before thirty, don't don't want any tea. Um, but what were you saying about pros and cons? Sorry. Oh, basically saying that. Okay, so some of the pros of having just to wrap it up. Some of the pros of having children in your thirties, if you choose to, are you're more self aware than you were in your twenties. Um, most of us are more financially stable. A little bit more relaxed, and we and we still have stamina and resilience. We can still run and play with the children. We yes. don't just croak when we hit thirty mark. <laughs> You're still moving, just like we said. We're going out with our mothers who are in their forties, late forties, fifties. Yeah. Um. So when you're thirty, you can get down with the get down with yes. the children. Yes. Um, and then there's cons too. Your chances of getting pregnant do drop a little bit. Um. Chances of having a cesarean 
or a miscarriage or maybe a baby with a with down syndrome but don't let that scare you there's chances with even if you have a, a child get pregnant earlier right pregnancy is just risky um all together and also but those I think are just the, some things there was a study related to people think that it's just the eggs that the eggs create um difficult pregnancies but it's also if you have an older mate Oh, yeah. Men create, men consistently produce sperm and it's, you know, women have a finite amount of eggs. Mm-hmm. Once those go, baby, they're gone. Right. But men are constantly producing um, sperm, but they're not always the healthiest. They're not always the, the sharpest, the strongest of the strong. And that also becomes a barrier. So if you have an old daddy that you're <laughs> with, uh, it's not just your sugar, biological sugar. clock. Oh. It's your men's, your men have biological clocks too. Sometimes they want babies and don't let that pressure you either. Right. Also like, you know, women are always seen to be the ones with the fertility issues. Men can have fertility issues too, a lower sperm count. Yes. So if you are trying to get pregnant and you feel like you're hitting a roadblock, get your man checked out too. Make sure his sperm is healthy and floating to that egg. <laughs> That's important. Don't just put it all on you and wear that heavy burden on your heart. It's, it takes two to create. So takes two. So yes, your, your, your everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody has a biological clock. The men, the women. If you're not ready and you can identify that you're not ready, snooze that puppy. I think the biggest thing that we're trying to say is don't feel like because you're at a certain age you need to be with child or have a baby. That's the biggest thing. Not that we don't think children are great or children are wonderful or mm-hmm. little blessings from above. No. And we applaud all the, all the mommies that we know. We know a lot of mothers. Yeah. And that's a round Kudos. of applause for all the moms. But it just doesn't fit into our schedule. From our 28 to 29, it's booked up. No babies. Um, you won't be, oh God, that would really be, suck. Because you know, don't go talking too fast because ultimately it's, it's God's God. plan. There we go. Let his will be done. We always bring it back. However, if I have a say in this right. Jesus. You know what you can do to control it. I do. So point is I'm doing that. <laughs> Pull out game strong. And if um you guys don't fall into the hype, don't be pressed. If you're not ready, just say you're not ready. Um, Borrow someone else's kids. I have two Godchildren love the parents, love the babies so much. I have a multitude of nieces and nephews that I like. I love being able to give them back to the parents. Yeah. Here you hey, go. Boo boo. Yes. Back to bye, the boo parents. boo. So yeah, we do the hey boo boo, bye boo boo thing. Um, I don't want a permanent fixture in my home that's a child. <laughs> Not right now. Not um yet. so guys, I think that wraps it up for us. I think that wraps it up. Yep, definitely. Biological clock. If it's going haywire, snooze it. Don't feel pressed. It's not a big deal. Don't fall into the hype, the social pressure. Log off the social media. Log that off. That social media per every episode will drag you to feeling, <laughs> having you diving in some shit you're not ready for. Get off of it. And take that social, that that emotional inventory. Emotional inventory every single day. Every time you think you want to do something, just make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. You're not pressed. Evaluate the relationship if you should Always. bring another um life into this world life into this world and element that creates a whole nother element and dynamic just like when you were younger this is a sidebar (laughs) my mother or everybody always says sex brings in a whole nother dynamic into the relationship Mm -hmm. when you take a relationship from being platonic or non-sexual and you add sex in it then it creates a whole bunch of other emotions and feelings so if you're already engaging in sex be safe but once you add that element of child it creates another dynamic too. So if you're not ready for that, 
take some self inventory and say, nah, not yet. Travel more, go back to school, um, pick up a hobby, shit, anything. Uh, right. Read a book. Figure, read a book. Um, if you guys want to reach out to us, we'll leave everything down, down in, in the, the show notes. notes. Um, and if you want to reach out to us, yeah, I just said it. You know what to do. You know what to you do. You know the usual. Like, rate, subscribe, tell a homegirl, tell a sister, tell your mama, tell your grandma, tell your auntie. All everybody. To get this black girl magic. Yes, yes, yes. So hopefully you guys will see you next week. Take care. Thank you.